Coming to you live from the largest British prison in the known universe. It's time for Destiny Down Under. Episode of Destiny Down Under podcast. What the fuck happened to the overlay? Oh my god, it's on the wrong monitor. Just give me a minute. Oh how, fucking it, how fucking oh embarrassing! No, no. <laughs> it's all gone wrong. It's all gone wrong. Run, Look, run the end screen. Run the end screen. Get everyone out. Yeah, that's it. Right. Oh my god. Everyone clear out. Podcast is done. Look at that. There we are. We fuck can't it. go. It's, it's all fixed. Look, pro fucking setup. Jesus Christ. Oh, wow. There we go. Yeah, no. I, wow. <laughs> I occasionally know so. what I'm doing. <laughs> you didn't, nothing going on here. Nothing to see here. No. <laughs> Just another episode of the Destiny Down Under Clusterfuck podcast. Uh, this week we are joined by your crucible doctor. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know why that is so satisfying to say out loud. But I said it out loud before I wrote the tweet earlier this morning, and I'm for it. I, I, I am. But You're we're joined by Ascendant it. Nomad, and uh, I don't know. Mylan Games is here as well. He'll probably talk about law shit later on. But, um, <laughs> dudes, let's go. Let's, okay, Maddie. Well, Maddie, we'll start with you. Maddie, we'll start with you because you've had the the most interesting, uh, interesting morning I think of of us. I mean, even though it's evening for for Nomad, but, um. Can you just tell people what you've been up to this morning? Because, I mean, I'll be honest, I'm too scared. <laughs> well, um, Danny, Danny um, has called off the wedding and um, she's taken all my fucking furniture. As you can see, I've fucking got nothing left in me fucking house. Um, and all I've got left is Twitch chat. And, I mean, we all know how Twitch chat is. <laughs> Fickle at best. No, no, no! Very wholesome. Uh, no, no, no! Uh, like, tell no, people what actually everything. happened, Matt, because it's fucking scary. Yeah, yeah, it's a... Okay, <laughs> like, so people would be worried. I saw, I saw everyone um, playing this phasmophobia or whatever it's called, right? This horror game. It's basically four player, up to four player. There's a ghost house. You've got to take a bunch of shit in there and work out what the ghost is and, and get out without dying. So I thought, you know, it'd be fun. Put VR on. So I was cleared out all the shit in my room so I can have the VR system set up. And I was playing playing that this morning with with Jugs, my brother and, and Anthony. And uh Yeah, I squealed. I squealed. I squealed many a time. I punched my monitor by accident at one point. <laughs> you punched you punched your Windows key at one point and had no idea. And it was just like this scary game in the background and then the Windows menu over it. I'm, I'm, oh really? I'm gonna be perfectly honest. I'm gonna be perfectly honest, I prefer the divorced story. That was my <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go, that's just as terrifying. Um no, it was man, VR VR's a funny one because it's one of those activities that's hell fun for the person doing it, but it's not as fun for the like. 
<laughs> for the person watching. He's all like, you're like, whoa, whoa. And everyone's like, it looks 2D. You know, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. everyone else is just like yeah. watching along at home going, okay, Twitch chat's on the roof. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and everything just looks like like janky hands flying around. But honestly, I, I, I sat and watched a bit. I was sitting playing guitar and, and just stuffing around. Um, and I watched a bit and I, I did start to get sucked into it. So I'm like, I can't do that, man. I am such a cat when it comes to scary stuff. I jumped in, you know, the bit with the fucking, the, I don't know what the fish with the bloody light on its head is in, in finding Nemo. Like I, I jumped in that the first time I saw it. So I'm no good, (laughs) no good with, with like suspense horror shit. (laughs) Can you not do horror at all? You can't do like TV or anything. Thematically, it doesn't bother me. Like I, I watch The Walking Dead okay. all the way home, but it's just the fucking <laughs> <laughs> that's not scary. No, no, I know it's come on now. But, I mean, like it's that's got zombies not. in it, so I'm just trying to earn my like look, like paranormal activity in movies like that. Fuck that, I'm out. No way, <laughs> no yeah, way, okay, okay. <laughs> no way. I'm probably hey, losing. Did you, have, uh, did you ever watch? What was that really good one? It was like it was that it was a house on Haunted Hill. Was it that? Uh, of Hill was House. that on Netflix? What's that? Haunting of Hill House. That was yes. insane. Did you? That it's was so good. good. Have you seen that log? As if I've fucking seen that. Like the the, the first oh, oh. word of the title is like nope, <laughs> like haunting. No, no thanks. I don't know. Like I don't, <laughs> no, I'm not I'm scared out. of ghosts. I don't believe in fucking ghosts. I just I don't like the <laughs> the jump scares. Oh. I'm not. Yeah, conceptually, I'm not afraid of much, but. It's just the suspense. It fucking kills me. Uh, I'm sure I, sounds, I, I haven't got like chat up. I haven't got chat up, but I'm sure that I'm being absolutely fucking slaughtered at the moment, and I'm fine with it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I'm the sacrificial yeah, you've got, lamb. You've got a few people. You've got a few people in your corner, actually. Good mm. fellow Freddy cats. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yes. I, I, I want to. Um, I want to go back and watch the watch the watch the vod of the stream because it's very hard to judge, like the quality of it when you're in VR just to see what it looks like on you know <laughs> what are you expecting end. do you want me to sum it up for you <laughs> me fucking just it's basically a corner, you screaming. just in a in a room going <laughs> <laughs> while there's like sort of a, oh. a slightly confusing game on the screen that's the whole thing <laughs> but the yeah, scary right. bits were scary as fuck so um, I mean, yeah. The, the, yeah. One of one of the key reasons you stream VR in the whole setup is to look a bit like a wanker, and for everyone to laugh <laughs> at you stream looking like a wanker. That is true. I mean, that's basically that the, I think either of the reason that either Matt or I stream entirely and also do this podcast. It seems, <laughs> you know, it's very on brand, Matt. I'll give you that. It's definitely on brand. Um, but anyway, look. Welcome, Nomad. We haven't had you on the show before, but you're someone who, you know, we've been around and, you know, we like we know each other a little bit. So, um, yes. for the benefit of, of those who are watching the DDU and maybe haven't experienced you or your content or what you're about, can you sum yourself up in your own words, what you do and how you try and help people in the, okay. in the Destiny community? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my name is Ascendant Nomad. I've been around for about five years. Um, I help people get better at Crucible. That's sort of the 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 one liner of it all. Oh god, um, I thought you were gonna say you read Laura. I was like, oh I'm fucked now, another British person. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say that saying my name is is probably copyrighted at this point. <laughs> so recently, Myelin, I did return to streaming 
And one of the things I do on my introductory segments for streaming is I read a bit of your law. Oh, and uh, people spam exclamation only fans in the chat, and I blame you entirely. Because without <laughs> this book, without this book, I would not be, well, frankly, sexually harassed. Uh, <laughs> have you been have you been um, harassed anyways, into hosting Marvel's mate. races yet? Because that's really kind of the end game. No. Yeah. Okay. Not yet. Right, keep an eye out for that. Um, you want to? That's a rebellion maybe, you want to quell with very quickly. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 Baby steps. Baby steps. No. Okay. So back to what I do. I'm I'm sort of a crucible coach. Um, I've helped people get better at uh, crucible when it whether it's just to like get like not forgotten in the comp rewards whether it's just to like not suck at quick play log um or whether it's to <laughs> or whether okay, it's to do, like, go even like further harsh, and like train the train scrims yeah yeah, yeah but you know, you know why he doesn't criticize me because uh, you need to play destiny to suck at it do you know what i mean yeah that, that was going to be the punchline of the, the segment i was going to ask what he can do what i what what like give me two tips that i can focus on to help me and then the one yeah. tip that you need to, to focus on is just actually open destiny and you will improve. <laughs> In fairness, but, he has been playing a lot of Halo and that's that's equally applicable. That was that's actually where my history comes from. Yep. It's 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 Halo 3. Oh. I used to do MLG stuff for that. Right. Um, but then I then Destiny came out and I really, really enjoyed Destiny since the Alpha. Um and I started becoming sort of this crucible coach after seeing Dr. Lupo, Ramblin, and Ninja with Noel do trials carries. And I basically stalked them on Crucible Sherpa and tried to do what they do. And obviously that went out really well because I'm sitting here talking to you guys. No, I'm kidding. That was way too harsh. <laughs> That's way too harsh. There's no on too my harsh. First man. appearance. I'm so, I'm so sorry. No, there's no, um, no, no, there's no, there's no too harsh. That's probably the thing that people kind of ease themselves into coming onto this podcast, but you just don't need to. You go hard, as hard as you want. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. Fair, enough. Better. Fair enough. Um, so, yeah, I just I went to YouTube, started making these videos, almost like a video essay type format for like Crucible stuff. It's so pointless and so needless and completely overproduced, but uh, people enjoy it. And uh, now I'm here and I have those people to thank for, for even being in this room. So thank you. And thank you both for having me. No, you're welcome. Dude. Oh man, thanks for coming. To, on. to be honest, so, to, to be honest, okay. to be honest, I um like I went through probably a year of of like trying pretty hard to improve my game and annoying the living shit out of Sassy, who's still kind of like I guess the the Australian equivalent of of uh, of what you're doing more or less. Um, uh, yeah. And I, I found your content what like probably when it maybe 18 months ago. I'm not sure. It was, it was a while, but I, I sort of ticked along. Yeah, I think it was a while ago, yeah. there's a lot of things that you present to people in a way that they probably aren't thinking about it. And that's probably my biggest takeaway is that, you know, when you're in the moment and you're just trying to get better, you, you can't get better in the moment. You've got to understand what you're trying to do mm. f before you get there. And I think that's probably the mm. biggest, most helpful thing that I've learned out of that. Like, you know, like how to, look at what, like how to structure the way you approach like sniper lanes and all that sort of shit. So anyway, sure. thank you from me. Uh, you know, now um, I'm a solid 0.1.1 KD instead of point fucking eight. So there we go. That's, that's good. That's good. So were you, were you, you, you said you're around with destiny one trials as well. Yes, I was. 
so I'm interested to hear your opinion of of it back then and it now, um, yeah. and what boat you're sitting. Oh, why not, mate? Fucking, you want to chuck some politics in there too, if you want. If you want, you go for Trump or fucking. Um, God no. Just so you know, I am Canadian. Uh, okay. So oh, I have good. no comment on the matter. Oh, there you go. I have no no comment on the matter. Uh, though I, I I quite enjoy when world leaders don't lock children in cages. Um, I'm yeah. sorry, cancel me now. But um, <laughs> yeah, um, with respect to Destiny One trials. It was, it was, I think it was better, but not by much. I think there's a lot of rose-tinted glasses opinions yeah. floating around. Destiny 1 Year 3 was really bad. And I think people forget, like, the, the sticky grenade meta and how oh, yeah. shit that oh, was. God. It was literally like, it was just like, you, you come in and you, you throw a fusion aid and thank you very much. Round you know over. what? That was the only time I was good at charisma. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Ability yeah. touch, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was. It wasn't. It wasn't that much better than than what it is now. I'd say right now is worse because I think just the 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 nature of like Trials of the Nine and how much of a failure that ended up being. Then this huge long absence, and then like multiple teasers and leaks and this, that, and the other, and then Trials coming back. Season of Word, it was hyped to be this huge thing that ultimately didn't deliver. It was great for like three weeks. And then people were like, oh, this is kind of bad because people are wind farming and token farming and gatekeeping and cheating and recoveries and all of that. Just It just exploded. And they didn't tweak it for all the different variables that, that were in play, unfortunately, especially on PC with, with, with the cheating situation starting to become a really bad problem leading up to trials. And they didn't have anything in place for that. So now I'd say Trials is worse just because of cheating, because of, because of the state of recoveries. Destiny is a franchise, a franchise has matured to the point where people are properly like they have recovery service business, like proper clash flows. Yeah. And yeah. I actually got solicited by one of those services not too long ago. And they were saying, name yeah. your price and we'll give you whatever you want. And I'm just like, how much money do you have? That you can say that yeah. to someone. You should have just tried something batshit like a hundred thousand or something. <laughs> I was How much is your integrity worth? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but, about, real, about, but really, if someone said, "I'll give you a hundred thousand," you're like, "Oh." See, log. I prefer name your price because I don't have any like emotional attachment to money. But if you say integrity, I will say ten Jaffa cakes, and that would be that. <laughs> it's still a bit. It's a large price. Ten Jaffa <laughs> cakes. <laughs> 10 Jaffa cakes is my price for anything. I'm down to do anything. Just give me 10 Jaffa cakes. I don't know, if I don't know what a cakes. Jaffa cake is. Okay, it's like a sponge biscuit with a chocolate top and a little bit of orange just yep. on, in between the two layers. It's beautiful. I, am, I haven't even tasted one. But I haven't, yeah. It's my favorite cake already. I've never even tasted one. Look, can we... Look, we're we just going to go Jaffa? on a... We're, we're going we're gonna to go we on a bit Jaffa? of a... Yeah, Jaffa. Yeah, Jaffa's. Like the long Jaffa, Jaffa. No, Jaffa. JF no, hey, no. How do you, how do you, how did no, you say it? You're not doing this. Jaffa. It's Jaffa. What did I say? <laughs> don't said, don't we're not doing this again. It'll be, it'll be a week of me fending off people trying to assassinate you in the YouTube comment section because I know you won't do it yourself. Wait, uh, <laughs> is it June or June? <laughs> don't, don't, don't. <laughs> 
can we can we talk about the cake meta of life just for a second? I just want to I just want to sidestep sure. destiny entirely. Look, I am a huge fan of sponge cakes. I reckon sponge cakes are the most underrated cake going. And I'm glad that you brought that up because I've been wanting to get that off my chest for my whole life. I love mud cakes, but if you're, if, you know, like you're at a work function or something and you have a mud cake, you have to deal with the fact that you are literally walking around with a sack of concrete in your guts for the rest of the day. Sponge cake tastes True. just as delicious and you can just okay. get on with your Whoa. life. Okay, wait, 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 wait. All right. Marble cake. Oh, God, don't. <laughs> it's kind of like the hybrid child in a way, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. And it's fucking, that is the meta. That is the end game. Yeah, okay. All right. You've sold me on that. Now, back to Destiny. Um, <laughs> yeah, wait, wait. So, what were you, how, why'd you bring up Jaffa Cake? That really threw me. Because <laughs> that's the price no, of his integrity and all soul. Oh, sorry. Yes, we were talking about integrity. And, and, and people, and people, yeah, those yes. companies asking. Okay, right. So, yeah. what. Let's say cheating, they resolve cheating. Let's just magic yeah. wand, cheating's out of the picture. Sure. Do you think trials can ever get back to like its loved state and what needs to happen for that for it to be? Or do you think it's time's yes. past and it would it will never, you know, it's different times now, there's different games out. It, it's not gonna return to its peak. It absolutely can go back to what it was. And I think it can go even further because Bungie as a team has learned a lot and it doesn't seem like they've learned. They do like to repeat the same mistakes. Festival of the Lost. Um, but <laughs> they have learned. They have learned and they, they, they are quite smart over there despite, you know, <laughs> contrary to public belief. Despite Trials, the seas of Rees. <laughs> <laughs> Trials has an image problem. And if you yeah. get if you make if you just make a good game mode again, if you solve anti-cheat, you solve the loot issue, you put in adept weapons, you uh you know, you, you you make it a little bit more accessible to the casual player like it used to be in Destiny 1, people will cover it a lot more positively. You'll have guys like Aspic Cross, you'll have guys like MTash. All the big players will suddenly start playing it again. It'll be more visible. They'll won't be bitching about it constantly like they are right now. And when the noise or surrounding trials becomes a lot more positive, people will play it. People right now, I've noticed in the Destiny community because I've now, I'm now starting to reach that point in my content creator career, if you can call it that, um, that people listen to what I say, which is a terrible thing anyone should do because I have a lot of opinions. Um, <laughs> I don't I'm think I've ever been there people... or will ever be there. I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> Mate, I, I thought I was there, but I've realized since coming to Twitch, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Look, my, sorry. might help you play Destiny. <laughs> yeah. It's probably a start. Slickly anyways, executable. Anyways, um, yeah, just to go back to it, just I, I found that a lot of people, they're not willing to think about the game critically for themselves. They're very willing to parrot other people's opinions. And... If that's the name of the game, so be it. We don't like it. I don't like it. I'm, sh I'm not sure many people like that when they realize what it is exactly. But if that's the game, then play the game. So Bungie needs to fix the game mode, make it a good piece of content, first and foremost. And from there, word of mouth will do the rest. I think. Yeah, do you I agree. have an ideal, like what is your ideal piece of content? Do you have an idea of what you would like to see? Or is that... Uh, Something that you haven't for trials. Really thought about. 
Well, I mean, does it have to be trials? I guess what I guess what's, that's what I'm trying to ask. Do you mean is it modifying trials or is it something new? Like, what what's the end game PvP content that what you would love to see? An end game PvP content I love to see. Well, I would love to see a proper objective mode back in in the game. Like oh, Countdown was pretty. Countdown was as close to like Valorant or Cisco or whatever you want to call it. All these competitive game modes where you actually had to play for a bomb. You had to play around. You had to strategize. You had to coordinate. It was it was peak destiny to me in terms of like competitiveness. Bring that back or bring some modified modified version of that. And have a proper ranked ladder, like that. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it's it's complete space magic. It's completely ridiculous. There's no such thing as balance. Haha. One shot weapons. Good meme. Controller snipers. Whatever. Face it. Folks are rambling on about this week. Um, all of that. All of that's going to happen. All of that discussion is going to happen. But at least just have a ranked experience that people can enjoy. People can mm. be incentivized to actually play. And the best way you make that incentivizes you lock some of the sickest loot in the game behind it even yeah. if it's just ornaments just like just like yeah. the raid like yeah you yeah. play the raid for the raid stuff right play crucible for the best crucible weapons and not stuff like revoker which gives you bullets when you miss proper yeah. proper weapons and proper proper armor that looks great you know i feel i feel like a lot of that would be really healthily tied up in like transmog in um you know ornaments and things like that i feel i feel that like you don't need to give the most competent people in the crucible a better weapon than everyone else because it just compounds the problems, no. right? Like, but if right. you can give them a means to distinguish themselves from from everyone else, that's really what they're there for. That's what they're there doing to begin with. They're kicking people's heads in because they want to be seen kicking people's heads in, right? You know, it's not it's yeah. not what I do. Yeah. It's, it's it's not what you do. But that's that's what they're after. And I feel like there needs to be a much better long term chase in pvp and i think that well, we had that with not forgotten i mean yeah it was a long-term quest for a gun but the long-term mm. sort of you know when you're talking like a, a long-term like um even if it's a seasonal ladder that is refreshed and new new ornaments every year of you know if you can make your way into the top whatever 10 percent, you get something you know things are got to be scarce but i don't know i, th I think that like the problem that they're really going to face with a lot of these issues is luring people back in. And I understand that like what you're saying with, um, you know, like content creators, once, once you sort of sway the loudest voices, then a lot of people will follow that. But by equal measure, I know so many people who've, you know, like, well, I'm trying to think of what it was. Was it solstice that we had the quest step where you had to go in and get seven trials wins mm. and everyone was, you know, mm. people, people who weren't normally in that playlist were all of a sudden back in there. And for me, right. who, like, I dabble every now and then, I had a great time because I could get to five, six wins, no dramas, because the skill floor all of a sudden just, you know, there's a heap more people playing yeah, it. It's yeah. not just the sweats. So yeah. I think that, like, I'd like to see them take, I think survival right now is a great place to, to cut your teeth because you're playing under skill-based matchmaking and, and that. Um, I'd like to see them have that. That's the training wheels and then make something that is not trials, but have that be like the ranked. That's, I don't know. That would be my take. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I would be excited for an objective mode. I think, I honestly think the timing of like trials, the first trials and Twitch, you know, it really was exciting to watch and it was unique. And I, I do think the gaming landscape has changed 
a bit and Twitch is definitely live streaming in general has influenced what makes a game exciting because when things are exciting to stream it typically dictates how successful they are as well um and i don't know if trials holds up in the current sort of climate there's lots of new ideas coming out so it'd be great to see something different uh and i think that's hard and competitive because then you got the aspect of putting something different and competitive too but uh yeah it's 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 I don't think they should make something that that is just there to be inherently watchable. I don't think that's how you make good content. It, it's definitely good in terms of like maintaining community interest, but you look at raids in Twitch history, like you can only watch Vault of Glass so many times. You can only watch Wrath of Machine so many times. It's more fun to play than to watch, right? Yeah. Um, the most important thing is- Well, is I mean, the- I mean it's just, you can say the same about PvP though. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. No, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just uh, just pointing that out. It's like, yeah, it's if if you have no new content for a while, it gets stale, no matter what it is. Yeah. The number the number one thing is loot, and we just saw it with the trailer that came out this week. Everyone was really hyped. Lots of confusion, obviously. That we don't really know how this is going to affect the game. Um, I can already see the sweat spanning everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But. Um, <laughs> It's but but people were talking. People were talking about the loot, and we all play this game because the loot is great. The guns are yeah. great; they're fun to shoot. And if you lock some good loot behind PvP, people will play PvP. It's just that simple. Are you are you in the team of uh, who cares if it's fucking broken? At least it'll be fun. Are you in the team of we've got to balance everything? Okay, so I've I've come I've come pretty I've I've been on both sides. Um, so when I was, when I was you have to give that disclaimer before someone finds a screenshot of your Twitter <laughs> saying, "Fucking <laughs> yeah, God." Um, Mylan, honestly, I can't wait for the day I get cancelled. This is gonna be great. I'm gonna have. Yeah, I'm gonna be right there, but mate, mate, I'll tell you what. I'll yeah. be your fucking canary in the gold mine because the day I get cancelled, <laughs> then maybe you're on the menu, like, with like Perfect. significantly behind me. I'll be gone long before you, man. Right. Perfect. Um, so I was I was camp sweat uh, last right. year um, because I was trying to get into the the he shoot they who shall not be named clan. Um, I right. was really trying to I was trying fucking to fucking dodge the bullet there, didn't you? I swear to God, I was running mm. with the same sort of mutuals, um, but right. I never got close to anything because it ended up being a big high school like boys club, anyways. Oh fuck um, that! And also there was the issue that I was just not good enough. So there was that uh, because I didn't play the game eight hours a day. And I think that's something people forget is that these guys, they literally just play destiny. So they do play. They have gone to the point where they are playing their own version of a game that, that they like to play. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think if they, they just stay in their corner and they, they're happy in their corner and they, they understand that what they're playing is delineated from reality. I think that's fine. And that's healthy. I think that's so what, just what, another way. To I, I know nothing about this. This how this works. So they have like they run scrims with rules or some shit. And okay. yeah, so they so they run they run a very so it's gone a lot better in the in the last few months. But basically, yeah, they used to run these very very restrictive rule sets. Like they would ban most of the space magicy stuff. Like the most of the destiny stuff. So they would ban like. Um, I mean, they, they banned like One-Eyed Mask and like the most broken exotics in the game, Antaeus, right. Wormhouse Crown. But then they would ban stuff like Telesto, they would ban all heavy weapons, they banned swords, they would ban 
they banned symmetry at one point because of the trailer that came out for it in Seas of Dawn because they basically showed it like one-shotting people. <laughs> and we were like, we don't know how this functions. Why are you banning it? Um, <laughs> because we're scared. That's why. <laughs> I remember there was one rule set floating around that banned Lumina when it came out, what? which I didn't understand in the slightest. <laughs> it's um, a friendly gun. Come was, on. Yeah, the, yeah, it's a friendly gun. But this is the thing is, I'm not sure how much actual testing was put into... How much, how much rigorous testing was actually done when they were making these rule sets? The clan, they who shall not be named, I remember hearing, this is hearsay, I remember hearing a story that they, they had an inner circle of about six or seven, and of that six or seven who would, they would sit down and make the rules, only two of them would be speaking. So it never really was mass tested or widely vetted. It was just a couple of people making the rules for everybody else. And the rules incidentally favored them and their playstyles the best. And that's where a lot of the toxicity came from. That's where a lot of the, uh, the resentment came from because the people in charge of the rules are also winning all the tournaments. So there was no integrity, so to speak, yeah. you know? Yeah. I'm sort Generally, of, I'm where, what's the function of having, like I can see there being fun and versing your friends and that, but when you take it that seriously and there's not like, a competitive esports scene behind it. Like I can imagine if there was a Destiny esports uh scene and this mm. was practicing for that, sure. I would get that. But we didn't have that. So I don't know what the was it just is that just for fun? That's that's fun. Well, initially it was for fun. Right. Then I mean these guys were 14 or 15 when they started playing Destiny 1. So they were right. teenagers fueled mostly by ego. Then a yeah. bit of pocket change in the form of tournaments came around, like $100, $200, some up to $5,000, which is a joke in most esports scenes. Yeah. 5000 is nothing. And then you have to split that three ways, right? So it's, what, 16 67 or something like that uh, per person. So there was never really an esports scene, and a lot of it does come down to Bungie's own rules of terms of competition, where you cannot have a prize pool greater than 10 k per year. Um, so there wasn't a lot of incentive from the get-go because Bungie did not allow or have the permutations to allow other people to step in and create tournaments right. larger than that. So it, it was neutered from the start. So in comes they who should not be named. They win all the tournaments, the, the fan-made tournaments, the community tournaments. They get invited to, to other tournaments. They win those. And so they'd slowly build this following, right? They would get thousands of thousands of people watching them when they streamed, lots of people fueling and like just feeling their ego basically and that's basically what it came down to it was a bunch of ego in teenagers right so the incentive would have been through twitch viewership really twitch viewership and cloud and create all of that and creating this e illusion e that penis e penis uh, yeah. i mean the reality e is e the reality is and i think jugs I mean, just said this in chat if they were really 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 fucking good and they wanted to go and like play a game that actually had a competitive scene they'd probably find out really quite quickly how you know, off the pace they are in a terms of, of the, actual god skill. A right? few of these guys, a few of these guys did, and they went to Overwatch and Valorant and all these other games, and then they came back. I don't know why. I'm not going to make an assumption of their skill level. They're very skilled players, but fundamentally, the Des the Destiny community is unique and it has its own draw. I mean, we're still yep. here, aren't we? Try, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so what you're checked. saying is your team? Who cares if it's broken? <laughs> yeah, that... I am team. I'm team. Have fun. Stop bitching and just play the game. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, 
I mean, I'm, I, I'm, I'm hoping. Hey, so what do you think about stasis? That gonna completely <laughs> fuck everything in the crucible. <laughs> yeah, and I can't wait for it. Yeah, I think right. I, I like. Okay, so here's one thing people forget because nobody really runs this in the crucible anymore. We have a smoke bomb already. It's called tether. And when you are smoked, what happens? Log, do you know this, or shall I explain it to you in in? Well, it's ex- it, I mean, you you just move really slow, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's, so, right. it's, it's nearly being frozen, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so like, stasis will be a game changer. It will definitely disrupt the crucible. I am excited because it's nothing we've ever seen before. I know the person, the people in charge behind this, like they're not dumb. Like they are. There's going to be some balancing. I firmly believe that. Um, and I think it's going to be interesting to learn it, and it's interesting to see how it will change Crucible. From what I've seen so far, what it's going to do mostly is improve verticality, and potentially, yep. you know, the, the whole slowing, slowing people down thingy. That's that's a thing too. But I look, we don't know. We haven't played the game. So yeah. I reserve judgment. I think a lot of people really get on that. Like when you think back to it was Taken King when uh, Hammer Titans and all that sort of stuff came came in, right? And people's knee jerk reaction is like, "Oh, this is new. It's going to be fucking broken." Because every time we've ever had anything new, it's been fucking broken. And you know, maybe there's an element of truth in that. But I think at the same time, just go with it. Like, like there's nothing stopping you using it. You've got access to the same game as everyone else. So if it's broken, just play yeah. with it, you know? And yeah, at that I, point, there's a decision to be made by Bungie and they go, well, everyone's just using the stasis subclasses. That's cool for the release yeah. window of Beyond Light, but we probably want to fucking scale that back a bit for the future of the game. And that happens. So just go yeah. with it. But who cares? Have fun. I mean, and- yeah, if it's not breaking, it's boring. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Very, I mean, this is another like genuinely like good point there, Mylan. It's like if it's if it's too neutered, if it's Destiny two year one with slow time to kill, which I would love to have that conversation. Double primary, I think, is was a really good decision. Um, if you if you make it if if you make everything neutered, then it becomes no fun. Um, there needs to be an element of surprise. There needs to be an element of high risk, high reward. The Crucible right now does that really, really well. Like everything is high risk, high reward, especially like the only archetype of weapon I'd say that isn't high risk, high reward is auto rifles, 600 RPM auto rifles. They're a little too easy. So like your summoners and your annoying hungers and your forward I feel, I feel attacked, um, but you know, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> only slightly um, attacked. Um, I'm enjoying yeah. this. I know I'm just like quick firing questions off you, but we don't often have smart people on our channel, so you know I, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 good because I think Matt and I are both very much in the sphere of kind of like we 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 are very passionate about the game. Obviously, you know, like we we talk about it an hour. Well, we try to talk about it for probably twenty minutes, an hour and a half every week, but. um you know, like to to get people with a more dedicated perspective to facets of the game. Yeah. You know, whether it's the pe- <laughs> the raids or stuff and and that it's 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 huge fuel for us because we're kind of like absolute jack of all trades, master of none. So that's why Matt's gonna sure. fucking grill your face yeah. off for probably the next twenty minutes. That was the most politician answer I've ever heard. To get someone with a, to get someone with a more dedicated perspective, like oh mate, you means you play the fucking game. Oh. And then, okay, so to, to to that end, I do want to say that I am 
I'm fundamentally I'm just a Destiny fan. I just play a lot of PvP because I like clicking the heads and shooting the mans. Um, I don't really know any more than anybody else, to be honest. Like I play Gambit. What the hell? Much do I know? I don't play this thing, this this game for like ten hours a day. I just look at it and I look at the outrage on Twitter and I'm like, I'm just like you fucking wankers. Like shut up. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, ju- I'm just I'm just I'm really tired of that of, of the same polarized talking points. That's that's mostly it. You know what you need to it's do. You need like, to do it's a, not that bad. what me and Maddie have done. You need to just like turn off all your alerts from Twitter and don't go there anymore. Yeah. And like, I yep, mean, in yeah, my case, true. still fail miserably at not going there because you just, I don't know. I mean, what else do you read when you take a shit? You end up there hey, eventually. Log, real quick. <laughs> yeah. Log, real quick. Can you count on the number of, can you count on one hand how many people you've subtweeted this week? I don't think I've, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, maybe three, I think. <laughs> but there were three good okay. ones. There were, there were three that weren't okay. like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like I'm, I'm a big believer, and this will probably shock absolutely fucking no one, but I'm a big believer in, like, having a contrary voice for most things, especially sure. when it's we're talking about a video game. So, like, yeah. I don't I don't bl- ban people, and I tend not to block people or mute people or anything, unless you're an outright fucking idiot. Like, if you've got something to say that's the exact opposite of what I'm going to say, I'll hear it, and I, I tend to sure. fall into that myself. Uh, so... Yeah. But sometimes the things that I say are a little bit too harsh for me to say them straight to the person <laughs> that said the thing that I'm reacting that's... to. So, subtweet. It's a oh, game. So yeah, yeah. It's good fun. That's, that's fair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mylan, can I ask God. you a question? Yeah, of course. Um, so, what's, so, how come you don't have smart people? How, do, <laughs> how come you're not... Um, because you're a prominent community member and you, you're, very, you're very good with the whole lore thing, but... That requires yep. a lot of innate destiny knowledge. Like, a, a, I would have assumed that covers yep. both parts of the game, though, right? You'll be surprised uh, of how much you can read and know about the game without playing the game. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, okay, so, like, especially towards the end of a season, there's nothing that's going to be revealed in game that's different mm. and mm. destiny functions very much on a lot of the depth is in the law books you know once once i've played whatever new strike mission is the campaign the raid there's nothing that's going to be actually in game that's going to change my opinion about um how i interpret a law entry unless it's right. something like um a weekly mission so the interference missions yeah. i was doing nearly all of them up until probably halfway through the season. And then I knew the formula and there wasn't going to be anything hugely changed. I made a video on the most recent one because that obviously added almost like a cut scene to it. And that was really important to see. But um, it, yeah, it, it's very, you can surprisingly write pretty good law videos without playing a whole bunch of Destiny. The only things you miss out on is like, when people correct me, um, actually in this strike, there's a 100th variation of a voice dialogue that says yeah. the exo stranger has a fish mate. And he's like, yeah, okay. I haven't heard that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Again, is this question getting to like, why I don't play as much destiny? Is that what you're getting at as well? No, 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 no. Because I, 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 I understand not playing Destiny. I mean, I, I barely play. Yeah. I, I work 50, 60 hour weeks. So 
I just like because it's it's interesting to me to understand why people only get wrapped up on one side of the game or the other. I'm I'm personally just a Destiny fan. Oh right, so well, I play everything. Honestly, like the origin story for me making law videos, Logs actually only finally worked it out, and he said to me like a couple of weeks ago, I think I think Matt just stumbled into law. Like he's not like <laughs> he just found it and then rolled with it. And there's some truth to that. Like law was the shit the other... that stuck to the wall. I think was the. <laughs> Yeah, it was the piece of shit I threw at the wall that stuck the most. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, like, people make fun of me. Okay, okay, okay. Some of the people who are really who are who are really into the law. Okay, um, like they enjoy talking about it in their spare time, and like they'll do that in their spare time. I my personality has never been uh, in any game ever to read entries to do any of that when i was making youtube videos nothing was really working i was enjoying destiny and i happened to read the the house of wolves book I thought, oh it's cool and i made lore on that my personality though i like to talk to people and i was also teaching at a at a uni then and i like teaching people and so making lore videos actually appealed to connecting and educating and teaching so I don't have this like, ah, I love law, but I actually enjoy discovering stuff and I enjoy sharing that with people. And that's where my passion for it comes from. It's actually not like right. I need to know law about fucking everything because I actually roll my eyes a bit of that. <laughs> but yeah. I love reading stuff. I love like when I read something, I generally still, I get more excited about making a law video than I do about playing Destiny. I'll read something and be like, okay. holy shit that's fucking cool. That's a cool theory. And then I'll start crafting that. And then I'll, I, I enjoy that process quite a lot. And I enjoy sharing that and I enjoy people's, you know, listening to it and, and, and sharing their opinions. That's the process that I really enjoy. Uh, right. That makes sense. Cool. <laughs> All right, well, you, take, you take logs, you take logs <laughs> position in the podcast. Cause yeah. you're better. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say that this is just, I mean, this is, probably the the best segment we've had in in yonks where it's just sort of rolled from one thing to the other without needing to be steered at all which is just unreal that's why we do well, the podcast but um I mean, Milan, if you want to go make a cup of tea i can take your job as well <laughs> hey, yeah okay so you've been reading the law what do you uh, have you read everything are, are you that are you just starting to do it are you just I'm, getting into it? okay so i love the books of sorrow that's but that's a bit of a cheap thing to say because that's the only thing I've read in its right. entirety. I'm going right. through the Iron Lords right now. I love the Iron Lords, like sort of pre like origin story, how they cool. all came together. So volume two. Um, yep. Yeah. I loved the Felwinter like in-game entry when when that was a thing in Season of the Worthy. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um I need to read up on all the interference stuff. I am still reading the lore series about the lore entries for the gardener and the winnower and like the origins of the power causal entities. But uh, yeah, it's, it's just, again, it's one of those things where I feel really guilty of because I love this. I love reading and I love fantasy and love sci-fi. And all of this is damn good sci-fi. It just is. And, it's, and yeah. it's also using fantastical elements too. And it's drawing from every single like, period of, of, of mythology and, and yeah. everything. It, it makes me very excited, but it just, it's one of those things where I wish I really knew more of. And I've been reading and listening to a lot of your videos and a lot of Bife's videos and sort of trying to piece in... We don't say that name here, mate. Okay. <laughs> the other ones. 
I've been I've been re I've been okay, scratch that. I've been watching your videos and some other blokes' videos. And <laughs> I am trying I'm I'm trying to piece it all together and like get a coherent like understanding in my head of the universe, but it's 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 there's so much to it. It's just it's overwhelming. It it is. I think it, I think that's the thing, the takeaway at the moment is that like where Destiny has is now and how long it's run for. Like you can basically go and search any aspect of it and find a video by uh by Matt or you know like someone who actually knows what they're talking about on the on YouTube. So it's good. You can it's, you get out of it what you want. <laughs> uh, it's very hard. I mean, I I do. I actually do think that um, that I'm hoping that should be a problem that should be on their radar um, of how to uh, how because re technically. The the books do solve that. So when they asked me to help curate them books, I had in my mind to put the volumes in an order that mm. required zero knowledge of law. So if you mm. read volume one, you don't need anything. And then you can go on to volume two. And then you and the, the way that the entries are put, you're always gonna get a bit of information about the character you need to know about before you read about that character in some way. Yeah. You can't always do that because of the way the timelines work. But for the most part, that was like one of the primary goals that I used was I want, this is what I had written on my sheet, I want someone who's never read any law to be able to up, pick up volume one and read it from start to finish and understand it or read an individual chapter and understand it. Uh, volume one was pretty easy. Volume two got a lot harder and volume three is fucked. Uh, no, no. <laughs> no, it's true because as 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 you get to like, once you've got a lot of the good stories, you start getting really small pieces of law that have this like fucking puzzle, puzzle fitting together, and you've got to decide like, oh, there's this bit of fallen law. Does that go better here, or does that go better after that story, or does that go better in the fucking story itself? And then right. it gets, it gets increasingly complicated but um yeah i think I the, the physical copies do that a little bit i guess they help out for new players yeah would it be facetious of me to say that i can highly relate to that in what way like it's good or bad no it's 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 a good problem to have because you're so you're trying to you're trying to solve a problem where you're trying to wean somebody completely new to an experience Yep. into this mad web this mad world yep. that you're trying yep. to, you are so well yep. versed in and there are times when i feel like that when i'm making crucible videos because it's like in my head like i have like in my head i like i'm like thinking about like scrims and threes and everything like that trials of osiris and then i realize i get comments like wait i thought pulses were bad and it's like no, okay, you don't know anything about Crucible, so I have to, I have to just like try and curate my yeah. videos to be a bit like like a little bit more beginner friendly in a way. Yeah, that sounded really facetious. Let's just no, 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 no. What it was was you bringing a forty-five minute conversation to a complete and perfect end by going back to where it started to begin with. So there you go. <laughs> Oh, shit. You know that's that's probably never been articulately done on this podcast ever before. So there you go, <laughs> it's a fucking first. But what we might do now, gents, wow. is jump into the literal shit ton 
of uh, of destiny events and happenings and news and stuff yeah. that's uh, that's happened this week. First and foremost, we'll talk about our festival festival of the lost off the bat. It's basically the same again. Um, there's a few new masks. You can get some new stuff. If you burned yourself out doing it last time, you'll probably do so again. And I wouldn't recommend it before going into an actual content drop. So just do it if you want. Don't do it if you don't. Have a good time. Get spooky. Cool. Uh, it gave us a good uh, reason to tart up the overlay of the podcast, I suppose. <laughs> That's a plus. Um, but we did the see a heap that of... perfectly, by the way. Yeah, I mean, purple. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that. I didn't twig that until, until just then. Um, but this week... An absolute shitload of information has dropped on, you know, what the new exotics we're going to be looking forward to and Beyond Light are. And then, you know, the, the TWAB with the information about the way they're changing mods, what they're deprecating, all of that sort of stuff. So we might roll through that now. Um, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll just sort of shoot from the hip as we normally do and and uh, and go through and, and dis- discuss them as they come up. So we'll start with the weapons, uh, the first of which being an old favorite that they've changed up somewhat, no time to explain. Uh, it's Perks. Precision hits against enemies affected by stasis will return to the magazine. So you get bullets back. Stack this effect to summon a portal which fires bullets from an alternate timeline of the weapon. So it basically gives you a no time to explain stasis, buddy. (laughs) It's it's a little thing that shoots bullets. Who's on the other side of the hole? Praetus, dumb dumb. That's the- <laughs> yeah. Okay, my bad. Also, <laughs> that okay. question has a lot of different answers. Yeah, we're going to leave that alone. I realize how. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm I just sorry. want to know if it's if it uh, stacks with Arc Buddy, Arc Soul. So you could have, like, and then they I'm, could be like friends, like a good and a bad yeah. conscience on your shoulder. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah right. I can't see why uh, it wouldn't. Happened? I can't see why it wouldn't. Wait, what? What happened to no time to explain? No, I don't have time to explain it, mate. Well, we didn't have time to explain. Yeah, we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on to Cloud Strike. Uh, it's it's <laughs> anyway. It's, it was low, so. No time to explain on. has good. No time to explain pretty much wrapped up its law. So it'd be interesting how they introduce it back because there will be a law tab on it because it's an exotic. So uh, last we heard about it, Praetith was the one who fucking made it who was in the vault of glass and, and was the one who etched soon onto the barrel because he saw the darkness in our future. And so he sent it through as a message. Hence why it's probably coming back in. I mean, uh, oh my days. to be honest, he could have been a bit more descriptive. Like Soon. I know. Soon. <laughs> Like, I mean, if you go out to your letterbox right now and you get an envelope that just says soon, I mean, oh, you assume that. Scared, though. I don't know scared. that I'd be scared. I just, I just think it was like a really bad viral, really bad marketing campaign. Soon. <laughs> I mean, maybe you would be scared. If it was scrawled in blood, then I'd be fucking terrified. But if it was just, yeah, okay, I'd be worried. Yep, I, I redact my uh, yeah. my argument. <laughs> I don't know. It'd be interesting. I think um, I I... I I've long suspected that at some point we're going to get Praetith turning up and I don't know whether that's now. I don't think so, but uh, I can hope so. I have a lot of people talking about Vault of Glass often. Has there well, been it, some hints it's, about It's coming. We know it's coming back. It's coming, they, yeah, they've it's said that. Okay. So I must that, have missed that memo. Jesus Christ, man. We've spoken about it. It's a really big memo. <laughs> We've definitely spoken like, about it. Everyone wait, was so Vault excited and Matt's like... Back. 
that that memo was thick with three C's. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, look, maybe I hadn't had a coffee yet. Yeah. yeah what? It fell out the back of do your head any, onto the floor. Do we know anything else apart from it just coming back? No, and that's the the question uh, no. sort of that everyone raised, has been raising is in what context do they bring it back and how and why? Like what and, planet and stuff. Well, it's not going to be on fucking I would imagine. Venus, is it? They could, I mean, they could bring back Venus. It'd be really cool if they did it in the Infinite Forest. I wonder if the Vex would simulate something like that. I, uh, isn't the Infinite Forest shooting off? Isn't it going? Oh, no, that's true. It is getting vaulted. I honestly think there's going to be like another, because it really, all you did was go through a gate. There'll be another gate somewhere and a similar setup. I bet, to... you, I bet you the Vault of Glass is actually on the Leviathan. Oh, no, that's going away too. Damn it. Oh, no. <laughs> The scale of the it, dec- what the fuck it, is it called? It, Destiny content it'll be, the pyra- it'll be the Pyramidian. The Pyramidian or something Pyramidian. like that. No, I reckon. Is being, uh, so Io is being uh, vaulted as well. I reckon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. The pyramid had, Pyramidian has multiple gates. There'll be a gate oh, elsewhere. Okay. Vault of Glass. Gotcha. The gate for Vault of Glass will be in the Cosmodrome. You heard it here first. That sounds pretty likely, actually. Yep. Somehow, it'll make sense. Yep, it'll make sense. Bungie will uh, just it'll be smart and, and do what they do and, and I just, big brain stuff. I just want my fate bringer. Is that too much to ask? No, I I desperately want one. <laughs> okay. I desperately want one. Okay. Uh, on on to uh, onto the next exotic that we'll discuss. The cloud strike precision final blows mm. generate lightning bolts. At the target location, rapid precision shots summon an entire fucking storm at the point of impact. I've added a little bit of creative license to that. Don't think that Bungie have all of a sudden <laughs> removed the T for teen rating. Um, this, the little clip of this in the trailer where, you know, someone very, very efficiently domes one guardian and then the two guardians standing behind them are just vaporized by fucking lightning. Yeah. Makes it look like it could be absolutely fucking broken, but I honestly believe that you will have to do some pretty impressive shit to even be able to get to that. Like it'll need to be rapid precision sniper shots in PvP. My, my guess is that they were uh, like the two actors who were vaporized. They were bodied before the shot, and you could see them running towards. Like we frame by frame the, analyze this because we think they faked the shot just like they faked the moon landing. GG. Um, they. <laughs> Yeah, two of the Guardians moving towards the AoE zone of the Cloud Strike. I think the Cloud Strike AoE zone is actually quite small, but obviously for dramatic effect, it was dramatized. What is more interesting to me, because I'm a PvP nut, and we've talked about this a lot in the server, and we talked about this in Encore, is that there's going to be a con- concentrated shift of snipers going to high zoom. And what we saw with Cloud Strike, just from pixel peeping, I think it's a 45 zoom scope. And I think that is going to be the new minimum. When that means it's going to be harder to snipe, it's going to be more flinch-centric, and we're not going to have situations where Beloved can... You can basically 180 and dome someone with a Beloved without really yeah. trying. I think this is... Lol, can huge. you translate all of that to me? Uh, <laughs> but the, the snipers are going to be more zoomed in, <laughs> so they're harder to use. Sniping right. is hard again. Yeah, that's, hopefully. That's, that's anyway. Okay, wait... What well, makes you think it fucking if? Why did you ask me? It's not going to affect me. I'm a shotgun ape. I'm just like, as long as I can just <sighs> at fucking people, I'm happy. Wait, so so what you're saying is you think the scope is going to be a more zoomed scope? Yes. 
Yeah, and there's and a chance that maybe this exotic could be something close to what the new meta is, right? But why would why would that impact other people like using zoomed in scopes? Because right now they're like Bungie have acknowledged that low zoom scopes are like a little bit too frequently used in the Crucible, and they're making changes to right. weapon scopes in the future. So this is just like referencing up a twab from like three okay. months ago or something like that. So right. it's just that was me just being tinfoil hat crazy. I'm sure there's people yeah. in, in the chat. So I mean, like I guess well. what you're saying is if it's if it is good, it will encourage people to use higher zoom scope. Well, I mean that is a higher zoom scope. So yeah, you have to get good at more, it. Yeah, this is. I think sniping is going to become harder in Beyond Line. I feel Thank like that fuck. is like all the noises, all the noises that have come out from Bungie. What like all three of them have been. Uh, <laughs> have been yeah. leaning towards sniping becoming a little harder, which is good. If you had to pocket one sniper rifle to take forward into this rejigged meta and you had to have a guess at which one was going to be strong in the next meta, what would it be? Like... Of the, of the current fleet. Yeah, it's not being... Well, I mean, of anything, whatever. You can still use sunset stuff in, you know, quick play or whatever, but... If, if what I mean, what do you what do you think people should be looking to use now to get an eye in for where things are headed? I think using um, using bite of the fox is a good start. Using eye of soul, the trial sniper. Bite of the fox yep. is the iron banner sniper. Uh, bite of the fox is a forty three zoom aggressive. Eye of soul is an adaptive kinetic forty five zoom. Um, using something like the Icolos SR is also forty five zoom, but because of the range stat being inherently tied to aim assist and the cones hello drewski fans um related <laughs> wherein it's a very good feeling sniper because it has a long zoom and a short range so use Iclos, use bite fox use uh uh eye of soul use these snipers stay away from revoker stay away from beloved uh stay away from soul survivor and all of the 40 zoom scopes beautiful there you go there's a all ahead with cones <laughs> all right the next the next My exotic we'll talk about it, yeah just play trials okay, you, please you'll get help it. Me. uh the lament um <laughs> and it leans this thing it looks like a fucking uh to to take Milan games straight back to gears of war it looks like a chain sword saw like it's got a yeah, oh. moving i know you, matt loved gears of war he was so stoked with it we just had such positive happy conversations it literally is, is. it looks like a fucking monta hunter monster hunter thing yeah but what right. it says it says it's a mortal blade i assume that is a, just a there for a lord of the rings reference um uh, a stalwart shield block with the lament and re to rev the blade i assume that means just get the teeth on it split spinning then shred through yeah. shielded enemies at its peak damaging an enemy will heal the wielder so the um the little snippet of this basically looks like it rips straight through a shielded enemy and kills them. So um, it's going to be a pretty heavy risk or reward uh, weapon, I think, if you, you know, like the the, sh the time you really want to be able to rapidly kill a shielded enemy is doing things like Grandmasters and stuff. So this is going to need to be <laughs> pretty, pretty uh, strong in terms of the healing it provides and how safe you are when you're blocking with it to rev it up for it to be worth doing that because we're talking shielded enemies that'll fucking one-shot you in that context. So mm. it'd be interesting to see how good it is. I can't wait for the uh, 
for it, you know, you get it, get it out, and then all of a sudden it's doom, doom rip and tear plays, and you just cut a fucking guardian <laughs> immediately in half, and they just, they just banana split. Yeah, it'd be beautiful. You That's, know, we need more of that. Why shit. can't why can't we have why can't we have doom slayer esque ornaments? I'd be for it, but oh, because then it'd basically just be Halo. <laughs> <laughs> and what's I've wrong triggered, with that i've nothing i've triggered three fan bases all at once whoops moving on nice. uh salvation <laughs> <laughs> salvation's grip uh a grenade launcher exotic grenade launcher stasis powered grenade launcher this thing just looking at it, it reminds me of tractor cannon for whatever reason but uh uh, each fired projectile will create stasis crystals that will freeze nearby targets. Charge, charge to increase the amount of crystals created and freeze and the freeze radius. So charge it up to get See, a bigger area. Like it? I don't like anything about this because uh, they not? could have named it something other than my Friday night. <laughs> it What's exact. it called again? Salvation's grip. <laughs> Yes, you can come back. Dick jokes, beautiful. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I, I thought you were serious there. For I just, a moment, I just but... feel personally attacked by this weapon. Like my salvation's grip is not icy. Okay, it's very warm. It's warm. It's a cold, cold embrace with your dead, <laughs> dead hands. Yeah. Like that's cold, man. That's that's just rude. No, 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 no. You got the wrong technique, mate. You got to salvation script is when you sit on your hand and it gets really numb. That's a stranger. I oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that's the no time to explain method. These are all dick jokes. These are all dick jokes. No yeah, time to explain the stranger's Wait, no, rifle. <laughs> Cloud the lament, strike. The, the, the lament is for afterwards. <laughs> all right we're moving on we're moving on i'm desperately uh, all right now let's let's see what euphemisms we can uh, tie into the exotic armor that we've got to, fucking, got to look at um the ice fall mantle this one's probably the most interesting to me because i'm a titan ape um stand tall against oncoming hordes with reinforced armor that replaces the titan's barricade with an overshield absorbing damage from incoming fire um and it remains yeah, to be seen how very good dick, dick joke. It's, it's not a good dick joke at all it's basically no, a well then again exactly. it's a condom more or less you can go in uh protected so no, there no, you go. you're just forcing it log come on out. oh no I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna let it go i'm just gonna let it die a natural death um yeah you know so wait what does it do it takes it consumes your um shield wall and makes it an overshield an overshield mm. so Whenever you can run you around want. with it wait what's the cooldown like? i mean it'll I be know, uh, it'll be tied you, to you your um shield the ability yeah. so so if you can right up that stat I, I don't know man it remains to be seen how powerful it is these things always look fucking broken as fucking in trailers but um i can't see it giving you an overshield that's as powerful as your fucking shield wall that's for sure because you'll be mm. absolutely destroying people well, but, well um, it would just be a normal overshield right yeah like a, i mean maybe it would just be an overshield yeah i, I reckon it's going to be like maybe a, a 40 50 point buff to your overall kind of thing so uh, that'd it's be my guess be, anyway my early prediction is that this is going to be a clutch exotic for trials yeah i mean the other you one the other titan just, the other titan one kind of looks a little bit that way as well the, with the healing thing true. but 
this is, yes. you know, I mean, if you know someone's around the corner and you, they've got a shotgun out and you've got a shotgun out, well, you're going to just activate this and go in giving yourself every advantage. And I think. Yeah. And, al- and also, if you're like almost dead, you're just going to activate it. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you'd need to think. And then you help that, regen. That's a problem for me, but still, yeah. Um, agree. Uh, moving on to the next one, the, as we were just talking about, Precious Scars is the, uh, it's a fucking weird looking helmet. It looks like it's um, someone dropped a pot or some kind of, you know, your nan's kettle or something and then <laughs> fucking glued it back together in the vague shape of a helmet. Uh, <laughs> it's I'm not sure how I feel about it, but that's definitely the vibe it's giving off. Um, I don't really give a shit as wait, long wait, as it wait. does its job. It can't be worse than Eternal Warrior. Yep. L- lore man, lore man, there's symbols on the thing. Do the thing with the lore. <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> uh, for those lore of you man. listening listening to this lore podcast, it, Matt's held up fingers to his eyes in the classic lore goggles position. Um, he's he's <laughs> assessing it. Um, there we go. What do, what do you know, lore man? <laughs> oh, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to bring up a picture so I can look at it, but I don't have it. In front of me right now, so correct. <laughs> they look more forgy to me than anything else. They kind of remind me of the um, yeah the foundry foundry logos uh, more than Do anything. Do I have to watch the trailer to find it, or can I see no, a screenshot there's, there's, of it somewhere? There's a yeah, closed up zoomed in trailer. picture on the Bungie website. That's <laughs> what we're reading. Bungie this website. <laughs> Bungie website. Bungie website. Oh no, I don't have it, mate. We'll have to go back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt, you do that, and uh, we'll we'll circle back. <laughs> the teapot exotic, but what it does, uh, it's uh, upon revives, the Titan gains an overshield aura that protects the wearer and nearby allies. So you go and you get a res. Uh, the person you res gets a buff. You get a buff, and anyone around that's on your team gets a buff. So there seems to be like a tether of light sort of effect. So you know cool. whether you're in it or not. Um, I, th- I feel like this could be particularly strong in. Uh, in an elimination game mode like trials as well. So uh very interesting. The uh it depends how powerful they are, much the same as the last one. And it could be fucking broken. It could be, you know, could be lackluster. So I, I feel like it I feel like it's one of those situational things. I, I feel like this would be a great raid exotic actually because True. the way it was demonstrated in the trailer was that you, they revived someone and then there was a fire team of three in close close proximity to each other and you could clearly see like a tether next yep. to each other one. Um, so it it definitely seems to me like this is this is something for end game content. I don't know if the if the buff the aura would stack. It makes sense it would stack with more people nearby because it would be something that siphons light from the other other players. I don't know, Mister Loreman, you probably have some insight on that. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it 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 feels PVE to me. Yeah, I mean, I can say that. I mean, maybe it's one of those things where. It's very situational in PvE. It's not something where I can see you um, yeah, like yeah. deliberately trying to proc it, right, in a raid. Someone's going to die yeah, for it to kick. So um, I don't know. It'd be interesting. I'm sure people will come up with pretty inventive ways to use it, though, that's for sure. That's the Destiny community in a, in a nutshell, oh, right? right? Um, I, I see what you mean with the paper mache helmet. I see what you mean. It's got symbols yeah. on it. Yeah. Uh, oh, fucking knows. Yeah, I reckon it looks more forgy than anything else, or it looks like the wish symbols. Walls of wishes, mate. Oh, yeah, hey, actually, Some of them the ones like at that. the top definitely do. Yeah. Hints of Braytech as well, and a bit of Fallen in there too. There's some Fallen symbology there as well. 
Yeah. Shout out to Tom for becoming so synonymous with Braytech. I was momentarily confused about the hints of Braytech, and I'm like, Tom, what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Tom doesn't play Titan, does he? Anyway, uh, great website. Go and check it out, kids. Uh, let's move on. Mask of Bacris. Bacris, or I don't know, whatever. I'm Australian. I'm allowed to butcher fucking words. Don the mask to replace your hunter's dodge ability with a long-range shift ability that also temporarily Uh cloaks the wearer during use. Like Uh fucking... Oh, man. Like, Uh so I'm just going to complain about this because I'm a titan, as is tradition. Um, Why are hunters already, like, fucking invulnerable in dodge and now they get an invisible dodge? Oh, I need a drink for this. Hang on. You can come back. (laughs) Uh, it looks fucking insane in the trailer because there's a bit where there's like a hammer titan and he throws down his hammer and uh, right as it's it's in the air, the uh, the hunter blinks or vanishes and then skips forward and then hits him with a big the old uppercut with the sword. So I think it's great if you're a hunter. It just scares me that it's going to be one of those things that just gets fucking spammed like constantly forever. <laughs> what sort of scotch is that? What is it? There's a few. There's a few. Uh, a few connoisseurs. Dillon's in the- Rye whiskey. It is a distilled Ontario whiskey, Three Oaks, Beautiful. and it says here, use in case of emergency or when scrubs on the internet talk shit about hunters. Well, now is that time? <laughs> Crack it! You got to drop um, the whole thing. Or oh, hold on, what class you play as Nomad? I'm a hunter main. Second is my warlock, and third is my titan. Okay, I'm trying to work out what side you're on. So were you drinking because Log complained about how strong hunters are or are you drinking because you think this is too strong? Um, <laughs> considering we don't know if, um, well, we haven't played the game, we don't know if it's going to be strong. I'm just in camp drink when people bash hunters. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, look, I, f- I feel like... What are you complaining about? Like, you get a fucking overshoot whenever you fucking want, cunt. Let us have an invis have dodge. We, have you forgotten that from seasons four to seven, you had one-eyed master terrorize the crucible? I and never nobody wore it. did anything the fuck about it. I didn't wear I it. Know, I feel like everyone just jumps on hunters because I know that they're more skilled players. Do you know what I mean? This we yeah. needed this. Well, this is this this is oh, this feels like a watershed jump. moment because this this podcast used to be literally three titans just ragging on everything, and now now I feel like the last bastion of I don't know stupidity, perhaps. I, <laughs> I don't know. Do you do think it's? Do you think it'll be? Um, sorry, go. I was gonna say I haven't drunk this in like three months. I was doing so well, and now yeah, I mean, it's all gone to shit. <laughs> It's kind of like osmosis of character. I'll just make people around me drink for no reason whatsoever. Um. (laughs) Hold on, one question. I assume, not that everyone knows, but it's fun to talk about. I'm assuming you're going to be able to blink three people, right? Uh, Yeah, probably. It's going to be fucking awful. I can see this being like the shotgun spam fucking thing, right? Like if you time it right, bang, you're straight up in someone's grill with a shotgun and and you're not even exposed for like, three meters of it so mm. oh that's no, good idea. i was thinking of like blinking through them and then 180 no scope you know what i mean now the only thing i'll <laughs> say to this is that it is an exotic and it is like you're sacrificing other parts other useful hunter exotics worm husk ground stompies gemini justice you're making a conscious decision to do this whereas warlocks can just blink whenever the mood strikes them right yeah fuck warlocks True. man 
<laughs> Finally, something we yeah, can all agree look, on. Well, let's all agree on that. Fuck warlocks. Oh, admittedly, admittedly, and I've had people sending me screenshots because I've been playing on my hunter and my warlock, sort of leveling them up so that I could do GMs on them. Uh, I, I don't hate. I'm probably better on a warlock than I'm on a titan. For I mean, because I'm not charging in all the time. I, it's it's embarrassing, but it's true. I'll I'll admit that here and now, and you can all just you know. Shun me. Um, Arthritis's embrace. <laughs> oh my god! I I saw Dado's video on this, and just every single comment was on how to pronounce this fucking name. Every you, like, if you, you want to bump your comments up, I know this. I know this. If yeah. you want to make a video go get more views and increase your engagement, just say a really obvious word, not even obvious word, just say a word completely fucking wrong, and then you'll have about two, 300 more comments of people just telling you the origin story of this mythical oh, fucking yeah. god. Yeah. And if they ever picked up an encyclopedia, you would know then how to pronounce this. Anyway. I mean, yeah. right. Mylan's your own fault. The internet exists. Like, it's... In- what did you expect? <laughs> what did you expect but to be wrong? All right, so Arth- Arthris, oh, is that is that how we're pronouncing it? Is that how the, the oh, internet? Arthris. Wait, there's Arthris. an extra R in here. Wait, it, it didn't. Arthris. It's spelled differently somewhere. I think there's no R after the A in another video. It was just Arthris. A- Ath- yeah, it was Arthris, wasn't it? Oh, wow. So someone's what just hung, hung poor second. Dado out to keep, dry. Keep going. Keep going, keep going. Uh right, so the hunter's wainted knife gains a second what did I turn into Sean Connery momentarily? Shekin. That was fucking second ricochet. The hunter's wainted knife gains a second ricochet. Rapid precision damage So I don't I don't know, who cares? It's just that you get an extra bounce on your fucking knife. Unless it adds like more aggressive <laughs> tracking. Is is that a I don't know. It could be annoying, I suppose. Is, yeah. Are you excited well, about you would, this? You would need Hunters? the extra tracking. Oh, my God. Yeah, there is a spelling mistake. Wow. Um, which is... Okay, if you go... Can you bring it up on screen? If you go to uh, be, Destiny 2 Beyond Light Weapons and Gear trailer, it is spelled A-T-H-R-Y-S. Wow. Comma S. There's not a second heard. R in there. And Dado was pronouncing the second R and every fucking comment was like, oh, why are you putting an R in there? Well, I mean, oh, Dado, Dado's right again. <laughs> or is he right? I mean, he's just... <laughs> who knows? I'm, I'm not going right. to load that up because I make lots okay. of spelling mistakes. I'm not going to judge people too harshly. <laughs> Anyone who's been on my Twitter for more than about 13 seconds has definitely seen a typo or two. So. There's that. Uh, don't rage tweet kids. Moving on. The Dawn Chorus Warlock I'm, I'm helmet. I'm making a rage tweet right now. I just screenshot that shit. Yeah. Formal complaint. Game's broken. Un- literally unplayable. <laughs> it's really unplayable, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, the Dawn Chorus Warlock helmet. Um, it's it may, it's going to make your head look pretty funny. I'm not even going to get into the perks, but it's got like two big bulbs. You look like a fucking praying mantis or some shit. Um, it's kind of it's weird. Oh, uh, Sid the Sloth from Ice Age, maybe, or I don't know. Your eyes are oh, way yeah. too far apart. <laughs> <laughs> I think Aztec Ross so said that. True. I stole it from his video and peddle it out here for laughs. But the uh, the description says, feel, 
Feel that sweet burn. The Warlock's Daybreak projectiles deal extra damage and cause the enemies to burn on contact. Gain melee energy each time a burn damages a target. You're going to end up with a lot of fucking melee energy is what I'm reading from that. I'm going to call this the Sid. You guys just keep going. I'm still angry tweeting. <laughs> the, Sid, the Sid after the Sloth from um, Ice Age. Yeah, Sid the Sloth. Um, I mean... There's probably a less you couldn't get a less thematic thematic like thematically appropriate fucking fire fucking exotic for a ice age sloth, but whatever. We're gonna we're gonna allow it. I don't know. I mean, I yeah, saw a lot is... of people bitching that um the the warlock exotics don't really change up their abilities all that much, but at the but same their time, abilities are just so strong. They're, yeah, they're fucking to begin with. dodge and stuff. Like you don't need it. <laughs> you just don't. Like this, just burn this shit. makes the this makes their this makes their daybreak like mini H bombs. Yeah, you it's gonna be. It's just like one thing in the general vicinity of an enemy, and it's done. It's gone. The next one um, is pretty nuts too. I think it's uh, the necrotic grip. Um, yeah, melee attacks corrupt enemies with increasing damage over time. Defeating a corrupted combatant spreads the corruption to nearby targets and restores melee energy. So for me, this is a lot like um, Middle Tree uh, Void Titan where you can sort of punch things and it sets off the chain reaction. I feel like this is going to be more the same mm. thing, except that doesn't do damage over time. This does. Uh, I think this could end up being like supreme ad control, right? Like it, it'll be, it'll be unreal. It's it's super uh, self-sufficient as well because melee attacks corrupt enemies and defeating a corrupted combatant restores melee energy. So you could literally yeah. just chain this endlessly. It feeds itself. It feeds itself. It's, just it's pumps into that thorn, strength stat. Thorn arms, basically. Yeah. Um, all right, what we might do. I'm almost there, guys. I'm almost there. Yeah, it's all right, Matt. <clears throat> tweeting about fucking typos for half a podcast. It's it's fine. Uh, we're going to let you loose on law in a sec, Matt, so I hope you're ready. You can pull up your fucking oh, Word document now. Yeah. Um, the one thing, the one real big takeaway from the swab this week, though, was the way they're changing up, um, I mean, the new light experience, which is not really a, something that we all need to worry about given we've been rusted on this franchise for five years but it's cool Shaw Han is going to be the uh, sort of guide through the initial new light experience I'm actually I hope there's a way that as an established guardian we can go in and experience that just for the nostalgia trip I think it'll be cool um, yeah. a lot of people out there theorizing that it's um, oh it's Uldra need a mask but Literally everyone whose opinion I respect in the law community thinks that that's bullshit. So we're going to call bullshit on it right now. Um, maybe it is. Who cares? Uh, the mod modifications <laughs> was the big talking point coming out of this, aside from Aldrin not being under a helmet. Um, in that the armaments mods are going away, the enhanced mods are becoming the normal mods, and that's where we are. I, I think it's... Personally, think it's a good change. I've seen a, a bit of back and forth about it. Obviously, the armaments mods are fucking incredibly strong. But uh, reading Fermi's tweet, his opinion was that it's going to level the playing field for the um, the raid race. And in my opinion, that's a good thing. Yeah. So, what do you guys? Yes. You got any quick hot takes on it? Uh, didn't hear what you said, but I am interested in knowing whether. Uh, you're gonna are you a raid racer despite your pvp stuff do you get heavy into the raid races 
imagine. I like watching them. I don't think, uh, like, I have historically shite RNG, so I always, like, mentally rule myself out for raid races. <laughs> but I'm... Oh, right, you level races, up together. Yeah, exactly. Raid races, I feel like, I, I would be pretty good in a raid race, but I've never, I never put in the time. Like, I, I don't put in, like, 36 hours before the actual event, like, like most people do. Um, I just play when I can, because real life job all yeah. that um I, lo I love watching it though and i think it'll be an interesting one i'm i'm just concerned about the cheating for yeah for races and how that would affect things um yeah. going back to the mods though it's it's really good that they're doing away with un unflinching because they're right because th if you didn't have unflinching those mods did basically next to nothing it was a very yeah. marginal marginal increase in whatever you put it on loader targeting Unflinch, unflinching aim. It, it was barely like you needed two of them. At which point you may as well have an unflinching, and then you may as well spec for two unflinching, which then was in a case of diminishing returns. It was just a weirdly implemented me mechanic, and I'm glad they're streamlining it. Especially if, from what I understand of the TWAB, is that they're really doubling down on charge with light. Exotics are going to get charge with light slots. Um, new raid armors can have an additional mod slot, so you can do charge with light and a mod slot. It's yeah, spe uh, uh, like, mod specific they're, they're, to that, right? The stage up very well for that. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I think it's timely in that, like you know, we're looking down the barrel of you know a clearly changing armor system again with transmog and all that sort of stuff. And I feel like mm. there was a lot of like these half measure mods that they could just fuck off because they're they're not really like once you get the enhanced mods, there is no reason to run the others unless you kind of are forced into it by maybe specking for a Grandmaster and having different types of mods sort of push that out of the way. But for PvEP, there was no reason to not have the enhanced ones on, you know. So I think it's I think it's good. I think it, it streamlines it a lot. And I think, um, you know, like it, it'll make scrolling through that section a hell of a lot easier too. You know, you'll be able to quickly find what you want to do and, you know, less fucking around in your inventory is... Uh, yeah. always a winner with me. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I, I think I think they're good changes, and I, like while I understand that some people are a little bit disappointed, I, I think that it's kind of the they're the eggs that we need to crack coming into a new season to really get the most out of it. So it is what it is. Matthew, do you want to talk about the web hey. law? Oh, law, you say? Why have I been so quiet? <laughs> I've definitely been listening. Uh, definitely not opening up a Word document about the latest law video. Okay. Look, I like to quiz you because I think it's more interactive. But then every time I go to quiz you, I think about that comment on YouTube that's like, why is Matt always quizzing log about Yeah, I, law, I think but... people, there was someone that was actually like, why is he doing this? It's like he's bullying him. And I'm like, it's, it's like, to be fair, I don't feel bullied, so it's okay. <laughs> and even if he was bullying well, me, it'd still be okay. So, like, yes. Well, I just think okay. if I don't bully you, if I don't ask you questions like this, it's just me talking about law yeah, I, I, by myself. I, I, I'm, you're I'm keeping me engaged. I go, into, I go into potato mode pretty quick and my eyes glaze over and yeah. <laughs> you're talking about it. Uh, all right, so, right, go. But, you shoot, know, Nomad, Nomad is getting into the law. He's reading the law. So oh, this this is the quiz you as well, all right? You guys have both played the interference mission. Yes. Right. And you get into the room with the statues after beating Nocris. Yes. Yep. Well, my next video is discussing the symbology of that. And yes. why there are no vex? What What are your opinions as as a player that maybe hasn't 
you know, curated three volumes of lore. <laughs> they weren't Vex? Hang on. <laughs> you Fallen, fucking grow up. No, the, yeah, there was no Vex. Human and um, the Hive. Yeah. Fallen. Fallen, Hive, oh, Cabal, yeah. and Human, right? Okay, well, so I'm already ahead of a Nomad, so that's fine. Log. Could- <laughs> So, did, so the, the question you're asking is why do why weren't the Vex there? Is that is that what you want to know? Yeah, well, actually, not even why weren't the Vex here. What's the whole? What was the whole point of that scene? That's obviously very intentional. Why did we see that? What was the point of it? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it kind of looked like all of the races were converging on the pyramid, as if it was like you could you could sub out the uh the pyramid and, and replace it with a traveler and it'd it'd be the same thing it was like people being like the different races being drawn together by a power that's what i took out of it anyway so the vex yeah the vex to my understanding cannot simulate light they cannot really simulate darkness every single one of those races were in some way captivated by the light or captivated the light with the cabal stealing the light the vex have not interfered with the light in any manifestation as we know it yeah, so Nomad's basically on it. That That's sort of what – I hadn't actually seen many people talk about that. I saw a bunch of different theories about it. And um, the the darkness actually – no, in the context of everything, it works really well together. And I, I wanted to sort of talk about this too, right? Because if you hadn't read the law, you don't really understand what Nocris and Savathun are doing, right? You sort of have to read the quest tab – and you have to read the in uh, the the law books to know that Nocris has been recruited by Savathun and is trying to run interference basically between yep. you and the message from the darkness. So my opinion is that fighting Nocris is not about defeating Nocris. And once again, we can talk about that, but I don't think he's dead. Uh, there's way too many variables to understand if Nocris is dead or not. Um, and we can go into that as well. But I think the sole reason to put Nocris in there is that it gave Bungie an opportunity for Eris Morn to literally voice line, Nocris is running interference <laughs> between <laughs> you and the darkness, right? And then what happens? You kill Nocris and you're telepa- teleported to literally a, a room where you where the darkness speaks with you. So it's it's meant to showcase that to the player that hasn't read the law. Hey, Norcross was working with Savathun. They've been trying to interfere, us connecting with the darkness. Boom, we killed Norcross for the moment, transported into a room with a pyramid ship. Pyramid's in the center, and you've got four races around the outside. Um, the thing that it says is... In light, there is only weakness, only failure, only death. Um, no longer will you be a poor. No longer will you watch the lives of those you care about lost. Remember, in the darkness, there's only strength. So if you look at all the, th- the reasons why they're around, we know the hive, the books of sorrow, the fundament, the traveler tried to call the god, tried to use the god wave against them. Uh, the leviathans tried to stop them from escaping. So in the hive story, Darkness was their salvation. If you look at uh, the Fallen, they had their own uh, Golden Age. They were aligned with the Traveler. They then had a Whirlwind. They have now Fallen. 
Now they're still trying to get the light back. The light has done nothing for them. They've also failed. You look at the Cabal. You had Gaul, who was destroyed by the Traveler when it woke back up. And you also have Callus looking at the end of the world. So once again, you say, oh, well, they're there because the light failed them too. And then you have humanity and guardians. And you could also argue that the traveler hasn't re, even though it's meant to be woke, even though it's meant to be <laughs> awakened, um, it hasn't done anything else for us since then. So this is the pyramid ship taking a soapbox and trying to recruit not just us, but, but everyone else. And the really cool thing about this, did you see the lighting? Did you see the lighting in the room and what it did? There's so much symbology in this one room. I no. did not see the exact lighting. Oh, okay. This is the really cool thing. Guess the way they had the lighting set up, it casts a shadow over one of the races. Guess which race it casts over the fallen. There's a giant, the, the, the shadow from the pyramid ship points directly over the fallen. To, to represent that they are next in line with Aramis to take on uh, the darkness. darkness. Yeah. Right. So you take on Nocris, you, you disable the communication link, you get pushed through into this room. The darkness says, essentially, wear your salvation, and it's appealing to all your enemies. You get teleported out. Eris Morn then says that to you too. And she's like, it's communicating with everyone you then go read the law book contact and it says the same thing that all of our enemies are trying to be recruited to wield the darkness too so we better do the same thing so you actually have a nice synergy of a whole bunch of different ways of telling the law hoping to get people there to sort of understand what's going on at the end of season of arrivals and i thought it was really clever it's good that was great cool. it was a it was a i don't know i didn't expect that and I don't think anyone did, you know, like not Chris, that was fine. I kind of, you know, that was the logical conclusion of that story arc really that we were going to get in. And uh, it was, it was, you know, being on the, what's it called? Widow's court again in that sort of a, a version of that arena court was cool. Court yeah. Sorry. Court of Oryx. That's it. Um, Widow's court. Fucking hell. Um, <laughs> but then, you know, like to, to see that at the end, very cool. I think it's a, uh, you know, they're doing, a, a really good job of, of telling stories physically as well as in the law. You know, I think that's to but double the, down on your point, Matt. The thing is, though, I wonder, like, I, it took a fair bit of me, like, just sort of re-watching that scene to pick up on a lot of those clues. And I think it's cool that it's like that. Mm. But I hadn't seen a huge amount of people talk about it. And I feel like sometimes destiny players are in a very much routine of just like slamming through areas and it's not <laughs> like a you think <laughs> you think <laughs> you know i feel like if you look at something like halo i think people like stop at sections of halo yeah. and they're in this sort of flow of like okay there's gonna be some story here like we're gonna slow walk get some dialogue take in the scene right and you do that kind of stuff. And I feel like it's there in Destiny now. And everyone just fucking runs past it. Yeah, it's, because, you know what it okay. is. It's it's the content loop. It's because in, in Halo, you kind of play through the campaign under the assumption that you're not going to be back in the space that you were just in. Where the opposite is true of Destiny. Where, you know, especially when you look at the interference quest over the last fucking 12 weeks or however long it's been going now. 
it's been same more action. or less variants on the same action every week. So people are just like, fuck this, I'll be here next week again yeah. by instinct, even when maybe they won't. So it'll right. be interesting and, to see how it pans out. Most people, most people do it for the pinnacle loop. They don't, they're, they're not really interested. Like the, the incentive is, is wrong for storytelling in Destiny. Yeah. Storytelling in Destiny has not been about the story. It's been about the activities and there's sort of a story with it. It's like you don't do the raids to find out like all the shit about Oryx and his ascendant plane and how he's built that through sword logic. You do it because you want the fucking gun. Yeah, and that's pretty much all of Destiny. (laughs) That's all of Destiny. And they have lost a lot of opportunity. Like they've basically left the opportunity on the table to make unique levels, make you better like level design. Like Zero Hour was one of the best things I've ever done. And yeah, it, it really reminds you of classic Halo because every single area was different. Every single area yeah. required different challenges. And yeah. it felt very, very classic. Like it was platforming, there was hordes, there was a bit yeah. of teamwork, Destiny stuff related. Um, but like normal, like you, you, you play the Forsaken campaign, it's like, okay, run forward. And there's a bit of dialogue while you're running. Clear the room, bit of dialogue. Clear the room, protect the ghost. Dialogue, clear the room, ghost. It's, it's, dialogue. It's, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's, dialogue. It's not yeah. <laughs> the ghost summary content. at the end of like if you weren't paying attention, here's kind of what just happened in three sentences or less, and then back to orbit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's it's just such a wasted opportunity. And like I've had long discussions with my very close friend. We played Halo together, and seeing it go from that to this is a bit insulting, almost. Man, uh, I I don't know, uh, like. I don't know if you know this, but I only played Halo for the first time, like sort of recently. I like yeah. um, I saw that. Yeah, and uh, it's it's obviously been a really big eye opener for me to go backwards, so to speak, and to see how Bungie approached storytelling in Halo compared to how Bungie approaches storytelling in Destiny. There's mm-hmm. obviously strengths with the law books and those those kind of things, but the in game dramatic flair that halo had with whatever that magic is it's really fucking hard to define i've been trying to the way the characters are and how they talk and the voice actors and uh, how they feel and uh, you know i don't think you can replicate that with destiny because of the kind of game destiny is but i would just love to get a little bit closer to that for at least the big expansions for the these these september November expansions. I would love for those campaign missions to be closer. But I mean, that's all Halo was doing, though. It was that and multiplayer. Whereas Destiny has raids, dungeons, strikes, all that other shit to go with it. Loot. And like the raids (sighs) themselves could be, could like raids themselves are prime for that Halo type storytelling. Literally different areas, different objectives, different ways to unlock the different mechanics. Forsaken's campaign where you had to hunt down the different barons, that was a really good campaign because every single level was different. Every single encounter was was varied. There was different mechanics. There were different things you had to consider. It made you play the game differently. Like, I had to change a loadout multiple times during Forsaken. In Shadowkeep, I literally ran the same thing from start to finish. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a, big, it's a big sticking point in that respect because that, in turn diminishes yeah. the challenges challenge feel of it right like you 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 don't feel like you're adapting and overcoming anything you just feel like you're blowing through it mm. and yeah. eh, i don't know I, i'm very much hoping that we're getting a more forsaken than shadow keep yeah i hope drop so. this time around i like i 
I understand that we're in a shared world, it's a shared world looter, shooter, but you can't make a world and then have a story be a side piece. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't make people care. Like a world oh, is just world. If I just wanted yeah. to explore a world, I'd play Anthem. Come on, come on, come on, too far. You fucking madman. Quick, dump the podcast. Okay. I was I was wrong. You were gonna get cancelled first. Get him up. Um my still, my dream or recommendation is I just I don't think with a live service model like that, Destiny obviously cannot deliver those kind of stories every quarter, right? No, they yeah. can't, so and they shouldn't. I would love for it to, to for a storyline to be started and finished in a year, right? So you, wherever you enter, if you enter in Beyond Light, of course, if you know all the backstory, you're going to get more from it. But you can play that game from start to finish and you get a nice cohesive story, some nice cutscenes, nice voice acting, a, a cool campaign, and then... And then the, well, it's either the end or the beginning, depending on when you start. It's either the finale for the, the year that's gone or it's kicking off the next year. And then, you got, then you've got three DLCs that expand on that story. So the, and, and then it gets resolved. Because at the moment, we've got like fucking tons of shit that's just out there. That's just, <laughs> <laughs> Ghost of the Dreaming City is still unresolved. This is like... Yeah, so I mean, do curses what, expire it's, it's, after a old age, or like is it just gonna go on forever? <laughs> um, I have a pretty harsh comparison that I like to throw to my to my more film oriented mum, who, who who she's a screenwriter, so she's still yeah. learning the, the the world of video games. So I have to figure out ways to relate my my world to her, and I say Halo could easily be a HBO series. Oh yeah. yeah, Destiny. Destiny might like they would shop around at AMC, but probably end up on CW. <laughs> I well, here's the thing, right? An adaptation. <laughs> I think you'd have more flexibility. You'd have more flexibility with Destiny because you don't yeah. really have to fucking follow anything, really. Yes, yeah, yeah, do what you want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. that's really like, I hate saying what I just said because I love this game and I love the story and I love the lore and all that. But you cannot put <laughs> everything. Fucking true, sorry, man. Marlon, you cannot put everything in a book and call it storytelling when the <laughs> yeah. main point of the whole yeah, thing okay. is the game itself. All right. Yeah, what I mean, we might do now, we might, we might wrap this conversation up in a sec, but uh, I'll open the chat. So if you've got any questions or things you want us to discuss, go for it. But I think yeah, you're back please, on, man. I, um, I, would love, I would love if somebody could put out their juicy PvP takes so I can shoot them down for it. I have lots of whiskey left. Let's do it. Okay, do it. Give us your PvP shit takes and Nomad will tell you why you're wrong. Yep, get that. <laughs> I, I can totally see Destiny on CW. I, I can. And I don't like, know. What's, what, what's CW? I don't get the joke. Supergirl. It's like, yeah, it's like Arrow and shit like that. Like where it's like... like it's, oh, I watch it, but I don't watch it like because I'm super compelled by it. It's because I. It's it like the B, the B team ticks, on like yeah, fucking like Marvel. Ticks, the B it team ticks the Avengers. bare minimum of fucking boxes of like, okay, these are all the ingredients of something I'm interested in. I'm going to put it on the TV and probably fuck around on my phone anyway. <laughs> like, G, G1 have better CGI artists than the CW do. Yeah, I, 
Yep. Yeah. I look. I there's like a lot of there's thing. a lot going on there. <laughs> like the like the people who do 3D models for Destiny could probably make better visuals than people on the CW shows because they don't have the budget and they're hiring somebody in, inexperienced. It's a low so, budget TV network, right? Okay, I get it. I get much. the joke. But they but, I get jokes. but they do like superhero stuff, like high concept sci-fi, and it doesn't always work because it's so badly written. But is it so bad it's good like um no. Doctor Who? No. It's just, no. No, it's just bad. No. no. Okay. No, like sometimes Doctor sometimes Who's it's good for CW. There's there's been seasons of it that were I mean, the first season of Arrow was was pretty good, but it was it's more based in reality. The first season of Flash mm. was was pretty good. Um, it's probably the it probably I imagine soaked up the entire um, special effects budget for several years um, <laughs> because yeah. it was pretty intense. But there's there are, there are times when it just literally falls on its ass to the point where I I've actually turned to Rach and said, "Why are we watching this shit?" <laughs> <laughs> this is so fucking bad. And I've not gone back. I've not seen seasons of Flash now. I've just abandoned it because I can't be fucked. So I think some in a, in a way it's a, it's a it's a fair indictment on on Destiny, but it, it's probably not inaccurate. Um yeah, it could yeah. be tightened up a lot. Mm. Um All right, have you seen any questions okay. that you want right. to you want to take on? There's, there's one there's one from yeah, Nick. Okay. There's one from Nick, from Nick. Nick MC. Destiny would be better off without PVP. I've seen this floated around a lot and <laughs> I'm not sure I agree with that one. <laughs> I mean, yes, I understand why, because they seem to be very like haphazardly updating PvP, quote unquote, updating AE once a year. But like, look at the current meta. You take older rifles away, the meta right now is kind of good. Like, they have kind of like done a good job on balancing this year compared to all the other years. Um, if they put in ranked, then they, you know, put some more competitive game modes in. I think it'd be fine. People are still I mean, I think you got people like Log out there, right? Like, I don't think, I think PvP. Where's, where's this to, going? Well, no, no, where this is going oh, is right. you're a shit player, right? But <laughs> PvP keeps you playing Destiny. Like, let me ask you this True. question. Log, would you, would you still be playing Destiny if it was just PvE between season releases? Probably not. Especially with the bounty goblining that we've been getting. Yeah, I I, like, I can't say. I, I I don't think. Okay, depending on the tier of PVE content, right? Obviously, like dungeons and raids are really great PVE content. For me, once I've got the gear to get there, I actually don't really care about get, getting that gear. Like, I think you, you, you need PVP. It doesn't yeah, matter that so. it's not balanced. I, I think I think that really that that was Nick's personal question though. It was a questionable for himself yeah. because Nick's one of my trials fire team. <laughs> so he's like, it was more of a self-affirmation. Destiny would be better off without PVP <laughs> like yeah. for him because I drag him down constantly. Um, All right. 64-bit grenade. Else pick something, yeah. Oh, yeah, go for it. Sorry, did I misunderstand what you said? What? No, yeah, yeah. You, you pick something because I picked the last one. Okay. 64-bit uh, grenade, mountaintop is fine. <laughs> uh, here's, here's my reaction to that yeah no one needs that just drink that's it uh oh there's, there's actually a few a few um a few double primary questions double primary was the best destiny pvp has ever seen should we go back to double primaries for pvp um i yeah, yeah. 
I think so. Um, that could be interesting because I think the sh the one shot special meta is really boring. Beloved, Felwinter, shotguns, snipers. Like it's it's not, especially with the amount of bullet magnetism baked into the game with with the generosity of certain weapons, cones, and just cones? like the cones, the uh, the amount of success you can find by just holding W and occasionally pressing. A and D or moving left or right in the stick is kind of insane. So go back to double primaries, but keep the time to kill because the thing that killed year two, dear D2 year one was the time to kill, not the double primaries. It was just too long, right? I've got uh, a question for No Man. Yep. Mm. How many hours would it take for you to carry me to trials? <laughs> How many hours do you okay? Let's 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 dive into this, shall we? How many hours have you put into Destiny PvP in the last three months? Oh, it's not about me, mate. It's about you. Okay, don't fucking flip the question. <laughs> that was a good question. No, I when when Beyond Light uh, releases, I'll probably be playing it three to four hours, six times a week on stream. Okay. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. And but not necessarily PvP. Like that would, a lot of that would be PvE. Yeah. Um, so I would just make sure that if you really want to be serious about this, one of the best ways you can improve your aim is to... Um, Play the game. Is to, no, well, yes. But like, also, don't hit body shots in PvE. Only hit crits. Go for the crit. Yeah. No matter what. Every time. Yep. Never aim bod. Nope. No. Banned. Okay. I'm gonna. That I'm gonna way, start that doing that. I'm gonna start doing that. It'll force you. It'll force you to become more uh, fine tuned with your aim and make you start using things like cover and watching I, your position. And stuff. Can I ask you this question? Because I uh, I should have done this. Have you played Doom Eternal? Briefly. Honestly. I think that was one of the few games because of how quickly you can restart levels and do it on legendary. I could see an improvement in my mouse skills because yes. there was no risk and it was constant, like quick, quick, quick firing. And I was like, holy shit. I actually, after playing a whole bunch of hours of that, I was like, I actually think I'm getting it better at mouse. And then now I've gone to fucking Genshin impact waifu simulator and the fucking, uh, I can't, can't even hold a mouse correctly anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, so uh, less waifu and more PVE. Yeah, is yeah. my advice. Yeah, that's I'm good advice. I'm turning that into a video. Was less that waifu. Video. Less yeah. waifu. Yeah, write that down. Less write it down. waifu, more PVE. Got it. Okay, cool. 12-minute <laughs> video with mid-roll, pre-roll, and post-roll. I'll tell you what, mate. Those fucking waifu videos, they'll get you a lot of Google ads. A lot of Google That's ads. Based on you right fucking now. cursed me with that. I was telling you about that on Wednesday night, right? Like I, it, me being the good friend I am, I'll watch Maddie's video even though I don't want to know anything about fucking Genshin Infucked or whatever Gen it's called. Okay. Um, if you... It if you sorry just to go back to it real quick if you really want like a foolproof right. like thing to get better at i host a uh workshop every sunday okay. eastern called sunday school it's a religious okay. experience and you should come get your ass kicked and i'll tell you exactly why you're getting your ass kicked that just has fun what time yeah it is at 5 p.m eastern which is roughly 9 a.m. your time? 
that would be a bit earlier, I think. It'd it be used probably... to be 12 hours difference, but now maybe it's 13 or something. It'll be like 6 a.m. or something like that, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we can make it later, so you. This can is this is good. You know what we should do? We should be. we should make a, a challenge out of this between now and Beyond Light. If oh, Matt goes to if Matt goes to uh, Nomad Sunday School, will he be able to beat me? <laughs> oh man! <laughs> yes, he can do that now, but like. Oh, he can't. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, right. mainly because he doesn't play. And oh, I see. I. I need competition. Oh. All right, fucking, let's do it. Yeah, I know. This is this is where we we flourish under stupid shit like this. Because <laughs> yeah. now I'm gonna go off and find f- fucking other things. To, I don't know. I said, so, what do I do at Sunday school? You're not gonna. No, I was gonna make a bad joke then. What do I do at Sunday school? <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. I, this is, I did not sign up for that. Hey, I don't know um, what you guys are thinking yet. Um, so Sunday school, basically, it's uh, 3v3 scrims. Uh, we pick the teams. You'll always be on, be on my team. We'll have a teammate. And we basically go at each other over a series of three games. And I diagnose things like communication. I t- diagnose positioning. I diagnose uh, teamwork, gun skill, anything that's wrong with your game. I will see it. I will prescribe you a couple of drills or uh, a training routine. And you will do it. You will come back the next week and you will be better. And yes, uh, this, I just, this is me I just being a like, doctor. I feel like you haven't met someone like me and you'll be like, sorry, sir, there's nothing I can do for you. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, it's terminal. <laughs> sorry, so sir, fine. you've got term- your terminal. Terminally shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so if I can do it, you can do it. 14 days to live. You're going to die of embarrassment. Okay. I'm going to work out what time it is. Uh, what time do you say you're? Eastern Sand? I'll do the conversion. Uh, 5 p.m. Eastern. Or 5.30 p.m. Eastern. Sorry. Okay. 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 This is good. We've needed a challenge for a while. That and it makes Matt have to play Destiny. So I'm doing everyone a favor. <laughs> Here we go. He hasn't realized that yet. All right. Oh. Let's get back to, back to a few questions. 5.30 a.m. Yeah. Good one. <laughs> First thing in the okay, morning. Make a special... Normally I get up at 5 a.m. and I start streaming at 6, but Sunday is my only day I do sleep in, so maybe. Well, that was that, that would be a Monday for you. No, no, if it's Sunday night for you, it'll be... Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah you're it'll be a Monday for you. Oh, great. I'll be streaming. Perfect. There you go. <laughs> oh, shit. What have I done? Lunch made in heaven. <laughs> Fuck, now he has to do it now, you see? Now, what have now I done? Not just a meme and content for the podcast. He actually has to do it. Right, yeah, that's right, good. Right. That's good. Oof, that's good. Oof. Here we go. Uh, terminally shoot at PvP. No, nah, I reckon Matt's going to get cured. Yep. I can see it happening now. Uh, what else have we got here? Uh, there was one, an interesting one from before from Muted Lion. Could you see Destiny adopting more MMO mechanics like toggling on PvP in the open world, darkness embracing guardians versus light guardians? I'd love it, but I don't Ooh. think that we're going to get there. Um, I think mechanically, Destiny could could borrow a lot of things from from. Uh, more traditional MMO things. And I think already more so than just about any other shooter out there going, it already does, but I can't really, I'd love, I love the idea of um, like combat, un- unstructured combat in an open like patrol zone. That For me, that just feels like s- super risky, but uh, like I don't, division. I can't, yeah, I can't see it ever being implemented in a way that makes fucking sense for the game. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? It's, it's super interesting. Um, the 
like that that feels like eve online when they would just have these massive space battles like organized by like hundreds of thousands of people and just people just show up and do it and it lasts for like two years um do you know there's <laughs> one there's one mmm i don't know if it's an mmm mechanic but there is one thing i'd like to see is that every gun in the wild you know how they have random rolls and you spend your life finding these random rolls i would like every single gun to have a fixed roll that is automatically enforced when you enter the crucible yeah i think it'd um it'd, it'd help with balance yeah that's what i'm oh, yeah. and i know that doesn't really answer the question but hey that's my well uh, with the question about um you know different i mean what the question really is is can destiny be more and like an actual mmo because that's more a function of an actual mmo and M- and destiny is like mmo like in that regard yeah. and i'm sort of like log i don't see how a first person shooter can take on more accurately those mmo yeah. faction fights and functions because you know, <laughs> there's a lot of AOE and and other damage things that needs to happen for them to be somewhat enjoyable. I can't imagine just like a team of guardians on one side in a fortress and a team of guardians on yeah. pew pew pew. Everyone's like, "Cool, that was that was good." That that and like you know when you're in PvP and you get hit by four people at once. Um, in what would be if you take that out into the open world, it's basically just being ganked. And the last thing I think Destiny needs yeah. in its fucking in its it's play space is people being ganked by people like literally waiting for you to do an activity and then fucking you over to take your award. Yeah, just imagine some blueberry just walking along, and then you've got like just all these <laughs> these these guardians waiting in a team, just coordinated supers, tether, fucking hammers, and then oh like we God. think he, we think he's dead, and it's just <sighs> dead. not even yeah. that, just a bang that would, that would sniper fuck. shot from a distance. Never saw it coming. Come can, and pick can your you, shit up. Can you imagine off. the uh, compilations on YouTube? Yeah, ganking <laughs> compilations. Oof. do you know what we do need this is what we need because it's been so long and no no one's done it yet and i think destiny be great universe for it we need like the left for dead formula okay uh you you make playable fallen and you make team of guardians you give them an objective and uh the enemies have to stop them and you have you know thrall and everything spawn with them and uh the yeah it's like left for dead make it left for dead in destiny universe Destiny Left 4 Dead. Dude, you could even do it with a hive. You could do it with anything. You could, you know, you could do it plenty of ways. You could do it, you could slice it 30 ways. I don't think it's particularly like pertains well to the way Destiny is set up, but you could do it. I mean, yeah. you can swing a fucking sword, right? Like, cool. Uh, <laughs> left 4 Destiny. Left 4 Destiny. Beautiful. Oh my God. What is this it's fucking funny podcast because it's a become? Dead game. Dead Stinny, dead game, left for dead Stinny. Beautiful. All right, we've got time for probably one more. I'm going to find someone to fucking host. It's going to be good. But oh, um, Everyone's banging on about Aldrin. They really want to talk about this fucking Aldrin thing. Matt, tell them why it's not Aldrin. Oh, I haven't looked at it. What does it say? Oh, I just, know, it non-pig. Say? I, I just know a non-pig says it's not Aldrin, so that's, I'm just going to back that one. A non-pig. Oh, yeah, non-pig's usually pretty on the money. <laughs> <laughs> 
The we'll only thing we know about Aldrin is he has a ghost called Pulled Pork who has uh, pink and silver. Do you see a ghost in the photo? I didn't even think. Hang on. Hang on. Do you see a ghost in the photo? Uh, I'm I'm going to. And also in the lore, isn't he? Isn't Aldrin supposed to be no. massively like cowardly and scared because everyone hates his guts and he doesn't know why? Oh, he does have the fucking Ahamkara stuff on. Yeah, he's got that on his left arm, definitely. Uh, and he does have the what's that gun? That's the Kavostov, isn't it? Uh, looks like it. Yep. And he's obviously wearing hunter gear. And we know the the Aldrin is in Cosmodrome. I think it's a tease. I think it's a it's a tease. I think it's a deliberate red herring. Yeah, if you if you wake up with no memory of your previous identity, you pick a name for yourself. Sure, yeah, he, doesn't doesn't he know his own name because he, like people recognize him and call him a fuckwit because of the things he's done? <laughs> like, Has anyone well, tried, see like, if, moving those letters around to spell something different? <laughs> Yeah, um, yes, Johan reincarcerate reincarnated Aldrin Solve. Mm. It says if you write it out nearly backwards, it says nah, wash. <laughs> <laughs> wash, nah. nah. nah it's a particularly wash. unhygienic nah, guardian. Wash, yeah. Nah, wash. Nah, wash. We're out in the bush, fucking running around, getting dirty. Nah, washing. Okay. Oh my Look, God. there are there are a couple things that I guess is uh, I don't want to say it is, but he's got pretty fucking standard gear. Oh, does he have the? No, he's got a cape. If he had a white sheet or a well, the two things. He, chat, you've you've yeah, fuck knuckles. What did he wake up with? A white sheet. And a ring, I think. I think he has either of those. No. Uh, why would I wouldn't, he, why would I wouldn't carry around a sheet as a god. As a... Yeah, it would be weird, wouldn't it? It'd be really weird. Why, why would it be weird? Well, why, why would you... Big, big... Yeah, I, I just can't deal. see him being the guide to the new light experience because it should be yeah, someone no, who yeah, actually yeah, has right. some relationship right. with a tower, right? Like, what? oh, I'm going to guide you through how to be a guardian, get in that ship and fuck off and never see me again. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. That's my take. Cop that. <laughs> All okay. Right. All right. What we're gonna do? We're gonna uh, we're gonna wrap up here. I think. I think we've talked ourselves to a standstill. This is the longest episode we've done in at least a year. I reckon. Really? It's been. It's been that I'm good. Trying. It's been the. Um. I don't know. I've had a great time. So thanks, no man. Thanks for coming on, man. Uh, people want to yeah, find you good. and your content. Where can they find you? Uh. Aside from on uh, Monday morning Australian time. Uh, so you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash send nomad. I've been doing a lot more streaming lately. Um, but if you really want to see what I'm about, you can find me on YouTube. I have a few videos up there that you may have seen. Um, YouTube.com and just like search Ascendant Nomad and you'll find me. Um, Genwin, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate no, it. No, dude. This was a lot That's of fun. It. I'm sorry that it's it took me so long fun. to get you on. It's it's been one of those things that we've been wanting to do for a while, and uh, it's it's nice to finally kick it and get it done. Yeah, appreciate Hell it. Yeah. All right, that was Luke. That was a lot of fun. Where is the law going to find people this week? 
Where will the law find you? Right. You go into the statue area. Boom. Pyramid. Statues. Hive. Fallen. Human. Cabal. Oh, what's that? I've missed a secret area. You walk past. You follow the shadow of the pyramid. You look down the floor. You pick it up. What the fuck? It's a mobile phone. You look at the mobile phone. Sunday school with Ascended Nomad and he's reading the Grimoire Anthology Volume 2. The law has found you. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right. Yep. yep. We'll take it. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Yep. Fuck. Bye. Bye. Bye.